Hey guys, for those of you that haven't joined us before, I'm John Harris. I'm a professional drummer and educator and best friends with me, Ben Jones. I am a professional bassist and educator. And over the last 15 years, we've been working, laughing and living together, navigating the ups and downs of teaching in higher education and having a jolly old time in the UK music industry. This podcast is our way to open the doors of our friendship and professional lives to discuss all things music and life. Welcome to our podcast, Beats and Best Friends. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to Beats and Best Friends. Mate, we are on episode nine. Can you believe it? It's crazy. It is crazy. And we are very excited. It's another guest episode and we are joined by two of our wonderful students. So we have the lovely Sylvia Fado. Say hello, hello. Sylvia. Hi. <laughs> and the wonderful Jim Okasanya. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. The coolest name ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, I was curious, actually, where is your surname from? Do you Nigeria. Know Nigeria. Yeah. That's yeah, a great Nigeria. name, man. I love it. Thank Okasanya. you. Thanks. Yeah. I was embarrassed of it in primary school. Why? I don't know why. I think I don't know. It's just just because it wasn't, and then I think teachers used to pick up on it. So when I'd misbehave, they'd be like, they'd say my full name, and I'd I'd get back in line, like and fix up. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> but now it's like it's cool. It's you know it's not it's not one of the hard ones to pronounce and stuff. So yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's a name that will be on people's minds. They'll remember that. Yeah. And that's yeah. a cool name. You know, try being Ben Jones when there's about <laughs> fifty million of Mate, them out. John there. Harris. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It could be worse. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome and thanks so much for joining us. Thank How you are you me. both today? How are you feeling? I'm very good, actually. I'm yeah. quite excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how buzzing you are. It's <laughs> oh, how are you, Jim? Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, it's exciting. A bit nervous, but yeah. Nothing to be nervous of. Happy mate. to be here. We don't bite. Only, <laughs> only a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So to get us started, yeah, we're going to go straight icebreaker questions for you both. Ooh, Sylvia, starting with you, ladies first. If you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be and why? Oh my god, an aubergine. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just note the no hesitation there? It's like you Obviously knew that no question was coming. <laughs> That's so good. Like in every way you cook them, they're just perfect. Oh, like me. So oh, no, hey, love it. There we go. I love it. Classic singer. Yeah. <laughs> well, evolving singer into into bassist. Into That's something we're going to talk about today That's for, for sure. That's yeah, for later. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Um, cats or dogs. Uh, that is so difficult. Dogs. Is the correct answer. Correct, <laughs> correct answer. <laughs> that was really good. That was very good. Let's 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 get a, a tricky one. Oh, what's born for this? Right. Last one. Right. <laughs> right. If you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would you choose and why? Oh my god, you know who? Phineas and Ferb. Oh yeah. See, no, I don't know it that well, but I have heard either. of it. Okay. You don't know Phineas and Ferb? No, we're, we're a bit older. How do you stop this? <laughs> can I, She's walking out. slap me. Can She's I go? Can I go? <laughs> oh my god. Is that something I need to check out? Tell yeah. us, Phineas. Tell us what's so great about Phineas so and Ferb. The thing about Phineas and Ferb is that, like, every day they do something crazy. They do like mad inventions, and they go like just 
I, I don't know they just do they have crazy adventures which is pretty much what what going like you know what goes on in my life so I'm just like with them it would be even better well, if you had to choose one of them though Phineas or Ferb who would you meet Phineas because Ferb is the quiet one Ah, okay. And I'm more of a listener. Oh, so I like that. Me and Phineas be like, yeah, <laughs> mate for life, you know. <laughs> do you know Phineas and Ferb? No, Jim? I don't. You know, I, I feel can't well. say I do. Is it like a recent cartoon, or is it like no, like when I was growing up? So maybe yeah, for you. So quite- for us, that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> cheers, yeah. cheers, Phil. Thanks, mate. Showing our age here. I've definitely heard of it, but I just can't place it oh somewhere. They were good. They were great. Thank you. Do Very I get the good. same ones? Because I've no. had time to prepare. No, no, no. Oh, cool. you do oh, not. Okay. Get different ones, mate. Okay, this is a slightly <laughs> more serious one. Ooh. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh, great question. Thank you. Ooh, the best piece of advice. There's, there's loads. There's too many. Uh, so you think it really sticks out? Um. I'd say, or, or can I say the one that's maybe impacted me the most? Maybe yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe like, like perception is everything. You know, Ooh. like who told you that? Um, well, a, a few authors have said it, but um, yeah. people like Tony Robbins. Yeah, you know, I learned from him that you know, whatever you perceive to be true will be true for you, and yeah, um, yeah, depending depending on how you look at a situation is how you will feel about it you know so you could be in a bad situation by someone else's perception but it just depends how you look at it oh so i've got it now this is the quote within within every adversity is the seed of uh a greater or equivalent benefit Oof. right Come so on. yeah so then yeah, that got me thinking like okay wow so when i'm going through something any problems there is the seed of something on the good side that's equivalent or even greater, even greater benefit. So now it's like when you're in a problem, it's like, actually, okay, I can, what's in this? I'll start looking for it. What's the, either the lesson or um, what can I learn from it or the benefit? That's a beautiful yeah. way to look. We're like, we're 10 minutes in, we've already hit the, the deep <laughs> yeah. philosophical stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that, man. I do, I I do find with this, with, with the guests we've had on so far, sometimes I'm just like, should we just give up and go home? Genuinely. I'm like, <laughs> I'm that's, that's just like so good. Mm, so good. The, uh, Beth and Tay last week were like, some of the stuff they came out of, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah just, mm. we might as well go home now. Wow. <laughs> do you want to start your own podcast? Yeah. yeah profound. <laughs> that was nice. nice Very question. nice. And even better answer. Yeah, 100%. Um, your favourite time of the day and why? Favourite time of the day. Hmm. And why? I don't really have a favourite time. Interesting. It could um, be just like the whole day. Every part of the um, time of the day. I guess the whole day or any time that has something to do with music or drums. Oh, that's a good answer. Good answer. I'll I'll be, like like, if I'm like honest, that. yeah. If it's drums, yeah, you got my attention. You know, nice, nice, mate. That sounds good. And the last one: if you could uh, watch a movie for the first time again, what movie would it be? Oh, see, I'm not really a movie man. Or okay, <gasps> I'll tell you what. Let's put this in a song. If you could, if you could listen to a like song that. for the first time, what would it be? 
so you know nothing about it and you can literally for the first time listen to it again from scratch um Ah, it's so hard. That's a tough it's one. So it's a tough one. It's a real yeah. tough one. It's so hard. But I will say that, um, you know, like where there's songs that get you through certain situations or... Okay. Yeah. I'd say probably, yeah, I'm just trying to put think of the name of the song. Because um, oh, I was going through a hard time, basically. And Who's, who's the artist? Uh, it was a gospel artist. Um, what was the song? Oh, do you know what? It might have been um, the Walls Group. Okay. Um, and the song is called... Yeah, it, have yeah. a look. Oh, The Other Side. The Other Side. The Other Side. And, um, but then the, like the main, I feel like, like the other side that it's referring to is like the other side to like when we pass on. Oh right, right. The, the but afterlife. Then, yeah, but right. then it's basically saying like, don't worry about what's going on here because the, when we get to the other side, it's going to be all good, uh-huh. right? But then I kind of connected with the lyrics where it was saying, you know, there's no use in crying; it'll be all right. Um, no use in worrying; it'll be okay. You might not understand what you're going through, but I got good news for you. Um, we're going home. Um, wow! It's, uh, yeah, yeah. We're going home to the other side, and it's going to be all right. So at that time, I've, I think I was going through some issues with my daughter's mum, and she had done some stuff and like tried to put stuff out there like that wasn't true about me and whatever. And I was just like, oh, do you know what? Whatever, I'm giving up. Mm. I'm not going back to work. I'm not doing anything again. What's the point? And then um, I just remember like being up all night, and then yeah, I played. I was playing that song, and it, yeah, it just lifted me up and just kept me going and I was like actually you know what I'm gonna crack on you know fair play it's like escapism isn't it yeah like, exactly I, I feel I feel the general sort of consensus when we're talking to people on the podcast is that music is a way to either escape or kind of be present in a certain moment yeah and I think that's literally it isn't it yeah 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 it's a good question. Thank you, Google. Yeah, literally, I just typed in icebreaker questions on uh, Google and that came that. up. There we go. Cool. So why don't we start with your journeys? Obviously, we know you very well. We know your journeys pretty well, but obviously the listeners don't. And I think it'd be really lovely to get a sense of who you are. So, Syl, why don't we start with you? Mm. Yeah, that's okay. sort of the condensed version of your life. Cool. So, let's wait for that. There we go. So, we obviously know you guys really well, but the listeners don't. So, it would be really great to start with kind of your stories and like how you've got to where you are and just a bit of background. So, Syl, why don't we start with you? Okay. It's a bit of a long one. Even yeah, though but it's a good one. It's just like 20 years. But so, when I started, I think my whole family was really into music, like my mum's side. And most of them are singers, so like choirs or, or like just karaoke, just like, you know. Um, so I've always been into music, but I was really scared of like 
you know, singing in front of people. I was mm. very shy. And my mum wasn't helping neither because she was like, you singing, you what? Like very really? judgmental for some reason. So I, I kept studying music, but uh, my first instrument was the flute. Oh yeah, that's no right, the way. flute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's how I started. Uh, my teacher saw me and he was like, "We, I mean, I love you, but still we need to do an audition. And part of it was singing. And like, uh -huh. I just sang like, I think like, um, you know, one of those songs for kids. And I was like, <laughs> 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 like that. <laughs> and he was like, you have a beautiful voice. And I was like, fuck uh whatever yeah i was like oh no <laughs> i was still like right i'm just doing flute and i started there with like orchestras and things like that for three years and i was like 11 to 14 so like very tiny wow. and then i went to high school still very shy so i was like i'm gonna study business and i studied business for five years but in the last two i was like you know fuck my mom fuck all the yeah, judgments yeah, yeah. and everything i'm just gonna go and do music yeah. so i did like one-to-ones in an institute for two years and then when everyone was choosing the university or they already applied and everything i was i remember we were on a break i just looked at everyone i was like oh my fucking god i'm so late like it's february yeah. and i still don't know what i'm gonna do uh, I just went on Google and typed uh, music universities in London. And the first wow. one, I was like, I'm ICMP, cool. Yeah, that's where I'm going. <laughs> that's, that's what most people do. It's what, what, like Tabs did that. Yeah. Music, music um, college, a university in London, ICMP comes up. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow, sweet. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> one Google search and here we are. That's literally what happened. And then I was like, wait, maybe I need to think about it. And I went on one of those like old forums and it was like BIM or ICMP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, uh, what is it? The Remo or Evans yeah. argument. Yeah. Yeah. The tongue skips. <laughs> Remo or Evans. <laughs> Do you want to even say what it is? <laughs> exactly like that. Wow. And then... With ICMP, it was easier. I was really late. So, like, all the UCAS and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, I, I was late. So, I was like, ICMP is good. Great. I'm just going to go. And I got, I mean, I was pretty lucky, in my opinion. Yeah. Did you, so you, your first year, was that the first year of the Beamers? Or did, you, did you do the diploma or? No, Beamers, first year. Yeah. In lockdown? In lockdown. Of course. Yeah. I don't know what that, that time It's of, crazy, man. That I remember time it. just like I can't it's really, like it didn't I, happen. I, maybe I've put it to the back of my mind. It's but so weird. You I guys have. were the first so yeah, you would have been the first year, right, to go into lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we had all our classes online, didn't yeah. we? Drum classes, yeah. which were like <laughs> we, we got through. Yeah. And we got through. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. It feels like it's from another life from yeah. another life. Yeah. Like but yeah. Mental. <laughs> and oh, now man. what's where are you at? Like, what's your what's your plans? What's your goals? Because you're not just a vocalist anymore, are you? No, I'm not. I've never been, really. Right, and that's really interesting. Mm. Yeah. So, now, I was thinking about it earlier, you know, and uh, I just realised that I've never stopped studying. So, I started in kindergarten, <laughs> and for, like, 17 years, I just I was in education. Mm. So, now that I'm almost free i'm like 
I could go travelling for a bit. Yeah. You know. Where's your hometown, Sylve? I'm in Italy. Whereabouts? Close to Venice. Okay. So like Very north. Nice. Oh my God. I want to go like New Zealand or Japan, you know. Yeah. Oh, but that's yeah. part of my icebreaker questions. I would have had it. <laughs> you would have loved it, you know. And New Zealand, another one Done. straight away. Um, Mexico. Mexico. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> no, but what I really want to do is have fun with talent shows. I feel like because like say more things. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah. So, because uh, it's so, I don't really like them. Right. So I thought I could either ignore them or exploit them. Right. So I'm going to go with exploit them. How are you going to do that? Um, I'm just going to apply and just go for it. So like, we're talking like I'm talk- America's Got Talent and stuff like that sort of thing. Uh, so we have this one in Italy that is called Amici, right. which means friends. Yeah. And it's a proper serious one you have like an academy you go study it's very serious wow. and my cousin did it as well so i can just you know and what's tv or like it's on tv yeah and what's the deal like what do you get if you win is there a winner uh, there... there's like a prize like oh, money so like, yeah but like it's not really about that is like you can just go for one episode and like your followers will just grow. Uh, it's all for uh, like growing your fan base. Right. For me, that's how I want to exploit them. Is it as in like so? Yeah, I see what you mean. I, th- I thought you were gonna like go there and then burn the place to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that could be an idea. Explode. It's crazy though, because like we yeah. don't have. I mean, apart from the, you know the hideous things like Britain's Got Talent and things like that, mm. like. We don't have anything like that. They're not like talent shows. Well, That's the not voice a big thing in the U voice, but that X Factor, but not anymore. Those oh. those things have gone. Are they? Yeah, there's no more really? X Factor. There's no more voice. Oh yeah. Uh, no. no. Are you sure? Pretty I'm sure, sure there's not. Like, I mean, I didn't know. Or it's changed massively from when it was huge. Yeah. Like it's like Britain's voice... Got Talent is the biggest one we have now. Yeah. But then again, that's not just singing anymore. Yeah. That's like everything. That's exactly. magic and all that stuff. So is that the same on Amici? Could you? Could I be, go on and be a magician? No, it's oh, just do uh, singing. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't do magic, I'm out. <laughs> See you later. We could do it. Oh, you could fuck sing. this bo- podcast. I'm Let's make a new talent show. I know just about enough Italian to get me through it, probably. <laughs> I did know this episode was going to be funny. Oh, my <laughs> God. Tell it, tell of, course. of course. Of course, you're on it. Um, no, it's just uh, singing and dancing. Okay. So yeah. I'm curious to ask you then, because we've had a lot of Italian students at ICMP, and they all say a very similar story about the opportunities for performing in Italy are quite oh, small. Horrible. Really? So... How does that work? Because this, I find this fascinating, right? You've got a show, and this is on like mainstream TV. This is like a big show, right? Yeah. That are getting dancers and vocalists to go on. Yeah. But there's nowhere for them to perform in the country. Like people are leaving for that reason. So how does that work? Like, the reason why I hate them so much is because you can apply yeah. and maybe you get in, but from the moment the 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 show starts, they already know who's gonna win. Oh, it's rigged. Yeah, it's very yeah. So fake. It's, it's 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 reality. Yeah, TV with, it's, in it's, quotation marks. It's literally TV, you know. Ah, 
Okay. But then if you go to whoever and ask and tell them, yeah, when I have a career in music, they're going to be like, oh, so you're going to sing in the streets for the rest of your life. Oh, really? That's, That's what the they view. think. Oh, wow. wow. It's very close-minded. That's a shame. Do you, um, do you remember when Rage Against Machine uh, got the Christmas number one? Yeah. And they basically, um, because Simon Cowell ruled the Christmas number yeah. one because it was X all of the X Factor stuff. Oh. And then they basically put this sort of petition out there and sort of everyone started following it. And everyone bought, was it Killing in the Name? Killing of? in the Name, It yeah. was. Wow. Yeah. And they got Christmas number one. And I was like, that is yeah, just beautiful. Mm. Yeah. I loved every second of that. That was good. <laughs> that's so interesting though, Sylv, that like, you've got a platform that's getting people to go out there, but then there's nowhere for them to perform. No, because in Italy it's mostly like conservatoires and right. like classic music. So if Classical, I was, sorry. If I was to move over to Italy and I wanted to go see a gig, yeah, where would I go? Like which cities have like the music scene of Italy? Milan. Milan. Um, yeah. What Even more than Rome. Um, pop. Okay. So like, right. or rap. Now rap and trap are very, okay. very famous. Yeah, I was going to say, cool. I've seen the drill scene. Yeah, spread to Italy. There's a wow. I can't remember the guy's name. Maybe Rondo, Rondo de Sosa. Oh, he's Italian? sick. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's he's connected with some UK guys like Central C. Damn. So that's that's how I know of um, him. So yeah, I'd say the drill scene. But then I I, wow. I did think to myself because I remember seeing an interview of him and he was saying like he's banned from you know a lot of the some of these uh, um, rappers like. Because really? of their past history and stuff, yeah. no way. They're actually banned from their hometown. So then I thought, okay, could I go and see him live? In yeah. if I went and if I did, where would it be or whatever the case is? So I'm I'm not too sure. Yeah, wow. fair enough. But yeah, I'm aware of um him. That's just one 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 yeah. drill rapper. <laughs> yeah, the rap scene in Italy yeah. is so big. Wow. Yeah, no. I would not have guessed that. If someone said pick a European country where you think rap is big, I wouldn't have said yeah. it's Italy. But the drill, because there's, I, I watch all those um, YouTube videos and like the Vice stuff and all that stuff, yeah. and it's like the drill scene is really expanding now. Because so there's there's one on like Australian drill, oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. then like New Zealand drill, uh, Irish drill, and there's these Amazing. countries now that are mm. basically taking the drill scene from the UK and doing their own thing, and it's mad because yeah. the accents translate yeah. into the music, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like. I watched the, I think it was the Australian one, and those guys are. It's quite, some of the videos are pretty scary. Like mm. they're all they're they're all criminals. Yeah. They yeah. really are. And like a lot of the videos are showing them like basically, you know, sort of criminal activity. Yeah. Yes. And they talk very openly about what they've done. Yeah. And it's um it's an interesting watch. And I, I like I love that sort of music as yeah. well. And I've like I've kind of grown up on like a lot of the grime stuff. Yeah. But it's interesting to see it translate to different countries yeah. and it always like originates from somewhere. Right. Yeah. And then kind of, they, they take their own spin on it. And it's interesting that I'd love to hear like the Italian, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Like Italian sort of rap. Oh my God. I I'll send you a playlist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound good. Like, um, when I, when I see the translation of the lyrics, uh -huh. I'm a bit like, mm, cause uh, the lang in the language, sometimes they rhyme as well. Yeah. But what he's actually saying doesn't rhyme. Mm -hmm. uh, so then when I'm reading the subtitles it's just like you're just 
saying a bunch of random stuff, yeah. kind of in a sense, um, like a dodgy menu translation. Yeah, but, but, when, but when you listen to him actually rapping in his language, it's like, oh wow, I don't know what you're saying, but yeah. it sounds cool. Seems cool. Yeah, yeah there's a couple of rhymes here and there, the flow. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. What's it? Um, is it Grime Daily? Grime on, Daily. Yeah. So Grime Daily. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Follow, follow that on Instagram, and they always put like, um, I don't know this. Australian drill tracks just dropped this slaps or whatever and then you go on you listen to the lyrics it's like wow that sounds uh, so not Australian it'd be like in a different language so maybe like a French one or something mm. like that and then you'd listen to it and be like wow that sounds really cool and then you look at the translation it's like that doesn't sound yeah. as good yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh man okay so yeah. how did you get because Obviously, bass has become a big thing for you now, yes. which obviously ties in very nicely to Behind the Beat with drums and bass, and Jim's a drummer, so this works out very well. How did that all happen? How did bass kind of come into your life, and what do you want to do with it now? You, wanna... you did a very good job last week as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were Performing, rocking. You were killing it. I was Thank killing. you so much. I was actually a bit scared about it. Like did such a good job. Oh, my God. My shoulder hurt for like... Two days. Oh, <laughs> your yeah. bass is too it's heavy. My, is it yeah. heavier than your one? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, but do you want the true story? Like what actually happened? Ideally, yeah. Okay, I mean, cool. you can tell us a fake story if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what a stupid question, but anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so basically, oh, God. I started to uh, date a guy. Yeah. And, uh, always starts with that story. Oh, it's yeah. always a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were just talking, and I said that I really wanted to learn guitar. And he was like, "Guitar? Oh, that's so boring. Learn bass." And I was like, "What? Well, I actually don't know. You know, I don't have a bass or anything." And he was like, "Well, you can come over." And oh, that, smooth. That is. Mm, Hang smooth. on. Are you sure he was a bass player? He was a bass hey. player. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> I tried with a drum at first, didn't like it. No, yeah, bass players are yeah. way better. Absolutely. Do you see us? <laughs> Do you see you too? You know, <laughs> not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Jim, I'm sick yeah. of you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> sure I always thought you were very smart, Sylvia. This is completely secured it. Oh my god. So, then, so there must be obviously there's there's that, but what is it that kind of attracts you to like playing the bass? Because there must be. You know, seeing you play last week, there's you, there's a real energy about you performing with the bass. It must be something. Um, yeah. Well, I've always, I've never really liked guitar. Really passionate with singing. Mm -hmm. When I was listening to music before uni, I could not hear the bass. Like, it was just, I didn't know it existed, you know? So I went through, like, extremes from, like, nothing to obsessed yeah. <laughs> you know and um i it's really difficult to explain but it's just like when i play bass it's like moving my whole body i know that what i do moves everyone else's you know because i music is important but like if 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 you stop playing bass in a song like people stop for a second be like there's something wrong something is missing right now and i just love having that power when i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's beautiful and also like when you like when you're a bass player no one really fucking cares about you like you can Amen. just you, <laughs> right oh, mate, it's okay because like 
you know, when you're a singer, yeah, it's cool. You have all the spotlight and shit like that. And like people go talk to you when you finish. Bass player, you play, you have fun in the back, you finish, you get drunk. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Easily pleased. Yeah. But it's cool, isn't it? Like bass players, I suppose, like you say, a lot of people maybe don't know that it's there. Yeah. But then when it's not there, you know, they so. know that it's not mm, there. Really knows it. Do you remember we, me and Ben did this years ago? Yeah. We did this school tour um, oh with a God. friend of ours oh called God. Jonathan Whiskard. And Jonathan had yeah, his own him. stuff. And yeah, you know Jonathan, obviously he teaches yeah. here at ICMP. And we went on this tour and um, we were basically sort of uh, playing for him, for his music. And it was a school's tour, so we actually took questions from the students at the end. And I remember this one kid, he just put his, he put his hand up, he looked really confused. And he was like, hey, mister. <laughs> Why's your guitar only got four strings? <laughs> it, was, it was so great. Ben was just like stood there. Like, it's not a guitar, it's a bass. It's a bass. Wow. He, he looks at me like, like, what's a bass? What's a bass? <laughs> oh, we were up north somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah Mr. Why's yeah, your guitar wow. only got four strings? Oh, it was hilarious. It's genius. But it's, it's, I, I love think, that. I love that, Sil, because like, obviously as a bassist, I agree with all of that. But I think what's really amazing is that you... Seeing you play last week and seeing you talk about bass mm. in that way is going to make you a great player because, like, you have to care about that stuff. Like, bass is a really funny instrument. It's first of all, it's really easy to sound very average at it because yeah. you know the root notes of the chord and even just holding a long note underneath something really just gives it a huge sense anyway. You know, yeah. you get that from the left hand of a keyboard or whatever, a synth or whatever. But when you get into bass playing properly and you start thinking, oh man, okay, that's what makes that work. If you don't really care about that, I don't think your playing ever goes past a certain level. And I've spoken to bassists about this who say this about themselves. They're like, do you know, I just know that I'm never going to get better because I don't really know the instrument that well. I just do what I do. Mm. And that's kind of like my thing. But then when you get into it and you're like, you understand how much power you have as a bassist, changing the root note of a chord, changing the harmony, the tonal stuff, not even getting into keys and synth bass and stuff like that. That is like the doorway to so much stuff. And yeah. like, I already know that in 10 years time, I'm going to go on whatever platform, I'm sure Instagram will have been bought out by then and TikTok will be gone. We'll be on the <laughs> next thing and there'll be you there and you'll be just killing it as a bassist. And I know that because I can see it already in your commitment to the playing. So it's it's really exciting to watch the early stages. Yeah. I think we you'll listen back to this podcast in 10 years time and go, oh my God, I was at the start of my journey then. Look mm -hmm. at me now. Like, it's great. Oh. You also looked really cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. We need... Infinitely we need, cooler yeah. than I do when I play bass. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, then, yeah, no, imagine so also singing and playing bass. Yeah, that's like, my goal. 100%. And that's totally doable. And it's like, you've you've got that... It, it looks natural on you. Mm. When you were playing, it kind of felt natural as well. And if you yeah. can do both really well, I think like front people that can play bass as well oh so Amazing. so rare yeah. so rare look at like and you know also female as well like you know think about how many people in the industry can tick those boxes not many like you know the one that jumps to mind is yolanda who we met obviously yeah. you guys met this year like yeah. and she is top of the the pile in that you know yolanda charles she's amazing but not many others you can really name as household names and i think that imagine if some other young girls look and see you and go, well, you know, Sylvia Fayler, she's my icon. Like, that's who mm. I want to be. 
like imagine how much you could inspire other people to do that and oh. I think there's we were talking about this with Beth and Tay last week about sort of females in the industry and in season two of the pod we're going to do that we're going to talk to more women in the industry and start getting this conversation out there more because it is such a fascinating conversation but like that inspiration for others is the only way it will change yeah. because you need people to come through and see it and go but they're doing it so I could do it do you know what I mean? And if we don't have that, it's going to be very difficult to get this to change because no one's going to think they can do it. So they won't. Mm. So, yeah, it's no pressure. I think it's an amazing privilege. That's beautiful. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's exciting and we can't wait. I, mean, I just, you know, when I had that uh, one-to-one with you the other day, I was like, yeah, you got this. This <laughs> base is your thing. You're going to love it. Oh, my God. It's going to be I, good to you. Can I just say, like, when we had that class the other day, last week, um... <laughs> I went, you know, I went talking to you, like, I just asked you for feedback yeah. and like your reaction, <laughs> you started to like shake your heart, head and be like, like you, you looked at me like I was your own My daughter. My little girl's I was so proud, honestly, it was like, it was so cute. But I, we were talking about this uh, at some point, I can't remember when, but we we're just talking about like action putting stuff into action, like ideas into action, all this stuff. And it's like, when you said, oh, I'm going to do bass, I was like, cool, like, you know, you do you, like more power to you, enjoy it. And I was like, it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like now, you know? And then suddenly like, you've got a bass, you're doing this, you're going to play this. Mm -hmm. And like, I've got a band, I've got an audition, I'm doing, I'm like, okay, you're going to be fine. Like things (laughs) that you're putting things in place for yourself. So I think that's amazing. Just, just keep doing it. Don't, don't let it, slow down now because I think it will those doors will fly open for you and that's it's going to be awesome thank you lovely well over to you big man Mr. Okasanya (laughs) what about the history of Jim the story of Jim um yeah well where should I start in the beginning oh in the beginning (laughs) so um yeah so growing up um uh I think I got my first drum kit when I was like two or three Wow. Some light blue oh Mickey Mouse uh, just drum kit. It was just a bass drum with, I think, like maybe two toms, maybe or like a, like two, they two look like two toms. And it was just a thing of, yeah, just whatever, just hitting it or whatever. And then um, when I was like 10, my parents opened up a church, basically. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. so my dad was a pastor. Um, and at the time, he was renting out the leisure centre on the estate and we do like we had the Sunday service every Sunday we'd be there so it would be like yeah so I'd be on the drums my older brother would be on the keyboard my eldest sister would be singing and yeah then my younger brother he was just too young so he would just be running around causing trouble (laughs) you know but he did pick up a few little basic grooves off me and whatever so he could he could he could play a a one-two beat but he wasn't really you know he didn't go down the musician path. So um, yeah, so I started my journey there and it was all self-taught. I didn't know any other musicians. Um, so at that time I thought, yeah, I'm, like, I'm a, like, I know it all. Like I'm, yeah, drums is my thing, it's whatever. Um, and then it wasn't until uh, my first year of college that I met, um, I went to Greenwich Community College uh-huh. and I met other musicians. Um, one per- musician in particular um a guy called josh um i met him i remember when we all came in for our first lesson we went round and we said you know what does everyone do 
And, you know, when it got to me, I was like, yeah, I'm a drummer. Like, I was so yeah, confident. Like, that's awesome. You know, the best beat I knew was just like a Calypso beat and like singles around, like just over around the toms. That was pretty much like all I had in the bag. But I was like, yeah, I'm a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they went over to this Josh guy and he was just humble, just like, oh, yeah, I just I just I play drums. And yeah, so I thought, cool, cool. And then when I saw him on the kit, <laughs> like not only was he like amazing on the kit, he had all this gear as well, like Zildjian cymbals, the A customs, mm. K customs, like all his money would like would go on gear. So then even stuff like that, he taught me things like that. Um, he was playing in church at the time as well, but he was getting paid. You know, he was on a salary, like, wow. so he was at church nice. like three, four days a week and actually get making money from it. So then that's when, when I met him, it was like, oh, okay, you can actually, you know, make money from it. Um, and I forgot to mention that my brother went there too. My older brother went to that same college mm. and I was kind of like following his footsteps as well. Mm. Yeah. So it was like, oh, he went Greenwich College? I'm going Greenwich College, let's yeah. go, cool. Because he, he does mu- he done music as well, a bit of rap and whatever. Um, I did do rap too. Um, I learned about this last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had this week, Yeah, when I was around like 14, yeah, I'd, I'd done rap. Um, my brother obviously done music, so we had the little setup. I think we used a program called Call Edit Pro. <laughs> and um, he literally had like a, a Windows laptop and we'd make tracks with a mic like this big. Yeah. Like just connect it into the mic and thingy. He could just tweak up the EQ and make it sound nice. So, you know, he made a whole mixtape off of that, off wow. a little mic when he was in, when he was in college. So, um, yeah, I kind of followed his footsteps. I joined a group, a little collective of, of my friends. And yeah, I'd rap. Um, you know, I've done a few music videos as well. Um, I would love to we've got to see, see yeah. um, you. Know what? Like 14, is it? <laughs> yeah, but I'd say look, a lot of them are taken down now. No. Obviously, purely because, obviously, at the time, um, not that I was, you know, you know, like grand music, you know, it can be a bit negative. Yeah. You know, um, but I'd say with my music and my writing, it was never just chatting rubbish, just trying to. I, I always had a message. So I had a story. So like, so if I play you some of my songs from before, they had topics. For example, yeah. I had, I wrote about an ex-partner and the relationship, finding out she cheating on me. Ooh. Had concepts, had a verse, chorus, you know. So I was always saying something. I wasn't just like, you know, I'm bad and what are you going to do about it? Whereas <laughs> a lot of people were doing that. that. Yeah. But yes. don't get me wrong, I had that side too. It was like, you know, but then um, I thought there was a few situations with, with this stuff like when you're with like territories and whatever mm. yeah. so i think um i shot a music video on the estate i grew up in and but the, the person filming was from the other side basically oh. so then the guys there kind of were troubling him going to his house and stuff like that so it was just like oh, okay let's take that stuff down wow. um yeah uh, i had an opportunity uh, my brother done a lot of work in the community like he had a uh, is it CIC Community Interest Company? Yeah, so yeah. Done a lot of work with young people, going into prisons, wow. doing music. Amazing. And then off of that, I had the opportunity to actually performed in front of Boris at oh. City Hall. Um, Whoa! Wow. Yeah, we wow. had. Yeah, there was a company called. Uh, you kicked him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was. Uh, I can't even. Someone's got to say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the song we done, it was. Um, 
the company, I can't remember the name of the company. It might have been like Retune or something because the song we made was kind of like the theme song for that. Oh. And the song was called Retune Your Life. So it was basically like saying that message of like, look, this is what I used to do. I used to think, you know, the streets and stuff was cool, but look, you can retune your life through music. Uh, yeah. You know, I changed my life. Now I'm rapping and now, you know, that video is still on YouTube, by the way. Um, oh, we're going to have oh, to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still on YouTube. So you, you hear the message, you know. Um, put, that, put that in the show notes. Yeah, so even from then you can see that I'm not, just, I'm saying something, you know, I spoke about my relationship with my dad and life and my goals and, and 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 so on and so forth um so then so during my first year of that college at Greenwich um something happened with funding of the college and they said we're scrapping all the courses that are not as popular so like travel and tourism music was one of them so I said okay cool first year of college what should I do now and I was like I know I want to do music but I also want to do I guess I want to do business. I guess I need to know something about business. So I said, okay, I'll go to sixth form. So I went to the sixth form of my brother's secondary school and done business, done a BTEC in business. Cool, that was fun. Um, and then after that, that would have been the year where my year would have gone to uni for the first time. Mm. So I didn't go to uni. I decided to go to Croydon College and done a BTEC in music technology. Okay. And I'd say around that time, um, I was dealing with a lot. Like my mum like passed away in um July. Okay. And I was starting that course in September. You know, so even getting through that course, I was lucky to yeah. you know, get through with like a merit or so because it was hard, you know. Um so so after that, it was like, okay, cool. Same again, following my brother's footsteps. He he went to that college in Greenwich and was, he met a t- tutor there that showed him about a book called The Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And um, he said, yeah, I'm not going to uni. Nah, starting my business. I'm and he did do that. He done that, grafted, built a business over like 10 years. It's still going now. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do that too. I'm, I'm going to be self-employed. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a musician. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's do it. So, so 17 I started playing at for a church, a local church in Dartford. And um, I think I was getting like £50 a week. <laughs> yeah, £50 a Sunday. Okay. Just to, they didn't have a, ba- a drummer at this time. So so during the years at my dad's church, I picked up some key skills from my brother. So, you know, started out as one, four, five. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Introduced the three and the six. Ooh, okay, we're good. Nice. nice. Oh, the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the two and the seven. Ooh. It's like, okay, play by ear. So I just played by ear. So then at this church, I'd play the keys and then put the beat on. I'd use the beat, change all the beats and whatever, transitions, and I'm just playing the keys. 50 pound a week, cool, 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 okay. I remember these times I'm 17, like I don't, I don't have no bills. I don't have like, it's okay. I'm just like, I thought, yeah, I'm winning. (laughs) 200 pounds a month. I was like, yes, this is it. You know, I'd buy my girlfriend little gifts, you know, little Tiffany ring. (laughs) You know, it was fun. It was was cool. Um, And then, you know, and during this time, I still had this guy, Josh, like by my side and I'm watching his movements. I'm seeing what he's doing. And then, you know, he used to say stuff to me like, yeah, no, you need to, Need to raise it up, you know. He said to me, "You know, you know, my my money goes up every year, right?" I was like, "Oh, is it?" He said, "Yeah." 
and he was playing under the same franchise of church that I was playing at. Mm. So I was like, oh, so I, you know, I spoke to the pastor of the church and I was like, oh, you know, is there any way we could, uh, you know, say, so, you know, he accepted. So 200 a month and then the next year it was 300 and the year after it was 400 and then then like five, it got to 500 a month for like, you know, one rehearsal and a service two days a week, 500 pounds. It was cool. It was cool. And then uh, I, I'm my girlfriend at the time, got pregnant. Mm. Right. So now in that scenario or in that franchise, of course, it's, it's going to be frowned upon. And out, out, out of wedlock, yeah, out of yeah, wedlock, of course. yeah. Of course. So then, yeah. and I've heard these stories. You know, I've heard people that were musicians in churches, and you know, they've ended up in this situation, and now they got to pay for free for three months now, or like they'll have some really? sort of punishment, or you don't wow. play at all, or yeah. So then I thought, oh, and it's funny because you know, previous I'd been getting some sort of advice or guidance from people, and they were saying, you know, don't. You know, don't don't do it. You know, if you respect your girlfriend, don't you know, don't be having sex yet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait till, and then I think it was like a month later is when I found out. So then I'm back again to break the news that oh, actually, you know, we we had that chat, you know, about respecting my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's so pregnant. Did, did you have to go to the pastor and basically say, look, this is what's happened? Yeah. No way. But then I kind of done. It was a two in one. So I kind of was like. She's pregnant and I'm out. Oh. Yeah, I didn't give you, I didn't, oh, I didn't want to give yeah. you the chance to say, oh, bad boy, or, you know, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, so that was just like, you know, cool. Thanks for everything. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah. Um, so then that's when I went, found another church because I was, I was actually playing at different ones. So it was almost a thing like you'd play somewhere, someone might hear of you. And then they'll call you and you do an event or a service or, oh, yeah, I know this drummer. And um, yeah, so that's the church thing. I think, well, till today, I still play. So is that, you know, when in the first year you were submitting some of your drum videos? Yeah. Is that the church that you shot your videos in that you submitted to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's not the church that um, I I left. No, that's That's, the new one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the new one. Um, Had that like... The green was it the green? Yeah, the green Yamaha. Yeah, that's Yamaha my that's kit. yeah that's my kit there. Yeah. yeah, the rock tour Yamaha rock tour. Yeah, man. So yeah, so I, I, it's funny because obviously it's still the same franchise. Yeah, you know, and they do know each other as well. So it was like, hmm, <sighs> and you know, th- their reaction to it wasn't terrible, but um, they still had pushing the same thing of like, you know, do you want to marry her? you know, you should marry her, you should da 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 and, wow. and I, you know, I just said, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I hear that, yeah. I just kind of said what was wanted to be, what, what they want to hear, basically. But that wasn't really in my plan. And I get, you know, I understand, you know, marriage, then children, but then it's not the, it's not the other way around. Just because you have kids, that doesn't mean yeah. that's the right person for you or you're yeah. compatible. So I just kind of just pushed that to one side and just kind of done my thing. And then, um, but yeah, over the years, I did always wonder like what it would be like to go to uni. Yeah. But then I'd hear, I'd hear different things. Like it's not in the music industry. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. So then I'd be like, oh, okay, then I don't need to 
study music then or mm. you know mm. but then I'd always wonder and then I don't know where I came across it but I was just basically like look as I'm wondering what it would be like or what, how it would benefit me those same three years are going to pass by anyway yeah so I thought okay I might as well um so then yeah I guess that's how I ended up at ICMP and I've probably done the same thing as you and done a search yeah. because yeah. in my head uni is always like far from yeah, home course, like yeah. Portsmouth or yeah, Brighton yeah, yeah. or it's never local and then um yes but oh funny thing uh Ben Otley I don't know if you yeah Ben, ben yeah, Otley we, ben ben. Otley. Yeah, we went I met him at Croydon College Oh wow. yeah! Because I saw you guys playing together the other day. Yeah, yeah. So I met him at Croydon College, and so we were still kind of in touch. And I always used to see him at ICMP. Yeah, and it was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, oh, shout shout out to Ben if yeah, you yeah, yeah big up Ben, so yeah, lovely, big up Ben because Ben would, yeah, he would always be talking about ICMP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I was going uni. I'm going uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Look cool. like so it was like okay, cool. So I already knew in the back of my head it's. If that's a, if uni's an option, at least I can go there. Ben's mm, there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just said, okay, do you know what? Let me just do it, and then yeah, just well, here we are, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, what's so what like? What does what does the future look like for you? So what what do you see yourself doing for like the next ten years? You got any goals or anything that you um, see on I'd the horizon? Say, I'd see myself playing drums, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, session work like whether that's live or recorded, um, teaching as well. I see myself teaching um, and like producing, I guess, some of my own stuff. Um, Like that was a surprise to me when I came to ICMP because I did not expect to do anything else other than drums. Mm. Like, and then when I come in, I'm like, doing songwriting. I was like, oh, okay, cool. More (laughs) skills in the bag. What? Production. Oh, okay. Let's go. Backing vocals. What? Okay, cool. So, that was like, oh, wow. And then I, I kind of got that concept of being a portfolio musician and, mm. you know, having options. And, you know, if an artist isn't touring, what, how are you going to make money? So I thought, oh, okay, cool. Makes sense. Like, this is cool. This is, I'm getting more than what I expected. So mm. I, I said, okay, this is good. Um, so, and I think, yeah, I want to go into teaching. Um, I don't know where it stems from. Uh, I don't know, maybe my dad preaching or whatever. But then if I relate it solely to music, when I was coming up, I felt like people would hide things and not want to share. Oh yeah, I remember you oh, saying yeah. that. Yeah, we like, spoke it was about just it like, yeah. you know, and like I'd ask something or they'd be, like the answer would be vague. Like, oh, I see. Or they might be playing something on the keyboard, but you're, you know, you're putting your hands in a way yeah. that I might, I just it's not going to be so easy for me weird, to interpret. Man. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So then, that's so weird that because it's like why what have you got to hide and it's also you I haven't got the, you haven't got any arrogance. other notes mate They're, we've all got the same it's like, notes it's just like <laughs> I think we've like that's what I love about the drum community is that we're all willing to share yeah. and it's yeah. like what's that lick man like Matt cool I'll show you yeah. and it's yeah. like you get really excited about it I yeah. feel some people it's like why what I mean I'll just go and work it out for myself yeah. you could yeah. just show me and we yeah. could just be mates about it yeah, yeah. exactly it's bizarre to me I don't understand it yeah and I understand now that not everyone's like that but I feel like my early experiences of that then influenced my behaviour made me think oh yeah. no I'm not going to do that I'm not reaching yeah. out to anyone I'm not yeah. oof no 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 um, so I feel like that's what made me want to maybe teach and just share so you know and I'm like the opposite if, if someone asks me 
for advice or help or anything, music or not. If I yeah. can help you, I'm going to do it. You know, I, I always say a candle doesn't lose anything by lighting another candle, you know. Love that. Ooh. So Love that. Yeah, I just that. say, look, yeah, whatever. Anything you want to know, yeah. You want to borrow some of my gear? Yeah, go for it. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, so, and yeah, just just wanting to like impact the next generation, I guess, and prove that it can be done. You know, because I like I'm into that that personal development stuff, yes. and I look at people and think, oh wow, if they can do it, okay, I can do it. You know, their situation could have even been worse than mm. mine. You know, and I want people to look at me and think the same. Like, oh, actually, oh, it can be done. Yeah, and especially because I'm older as well, that was something that used to get me. Like, oh, like, you know, I'm I'm getting older and. These seventeen-year-olds are coming through, and <laughs> doing, they're coming for yeah, us all. They're doing something crazy, like they're going mad. And you know, I, you know, I spent a lot of years, like, just obviously dealing with life and whatever, and mm. even being in a relationship as well mm. at a young yeah. age. Yeah. You know, so from fourteen to like twenty, twenty-one, I was in a That's relationship. Mad. So I feel like years as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like when some of my peers were playing drums. I was I was busy trying to keep a girl happy. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's the reality. Like I wasn't, you know, I was doing what I was comfortable with. I was just in my yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. Church, playing mm-hmm. at church, yeah, get a little change, one off gig here, little open mic here, you know, but yeah, I wasn't really focused and you know, of course my confidence as well was affected through people not wanting to share stuff, like they were just yeah. being secretive. Um, yeah, things at home as well. You know, my dad is a very, uh, I don't know, he's really passionate and a religious guy and whatever. And I remember at the church, like I used to play the drums for the church, right? And this, like, this is where I think my confidence kind of, so I was the drummer for the church. So imagine this, I'm the drummer every week doing my things. Great, it's amazing. And then I think one time I must've came late or I don't know, I was playing around with the other kids instead of being where I needed to be to play. And then my dad wanted to make an example out of me. Ooh. And he said, yeah, you're, you're basically, we're going to demote you. You're not, you're not drumming no more. We're going to let, we're going to let so-and-so drum, wow. you know? Ouch. So yeah. then that was like, oh, that was, not only was it embarrassing mm. because it was like during a service mm. in front yeah. of everyone. It's like, yep. James during not, the service yeah it's during the service it's not like Ooh. oh in at home like oh actually oh, Jim because of man. that you, we're gonna put no it was public so it's like yep so everyone knows Ooh. Jim's no longer playing the drums because he thinks you know it was that sense that oh you think you're the only one you can that can this. play drums oh you think yeah. we need you alright you're not the drummer no more so that's the memory that I think since then yeah I've, like my confidence like on the drums or like you know, even down to my dynamics. I, I remember coming up, people used to say to me, like, play the drum, like, hit the drum. What are yeah. you doing? But I would always be, like, unsure yeah. and yeah. not really, confident. yeah, confident in my playing, you know. So, um, yeah. But what I will say, I guess, yeah, ICMP has helped with that, with my with my confidence, um, you know, creating a safe space to make mistakes and just learning, learning new things. Because um, we always have our assumptions, <laughs> And then when you actually delve in and you find out, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, mm. so I'm still working on it. You know, sometimes I still I'm still working on that. You know, self belief and that confidence and whatever. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I mean, 
Amazing story. Yeah, man. amazing story. So sto- inspiring. I'm just sat there so, so inspiring. And also, I think the reason that we wanted both of you on the podcast is that you're both, you've got such good attitudes yeah. and also your passion for music is just like undeniable and like you're both going to go so far. Like yeah. there's no, there's no denying that. And it's Thank like, you, there's, no, there's not like, not saying that, you know, the, you're on the podcast and it's the greatest thing ever, but the reason that we wanted you guys to come on <laughs> is like, just because of that, really. It's like, so, you're yeah. so deserving and you, totally. you guys have got nothing to worry about cool. going into the, the big wide world. Cool. You're going to, you're going to smash it. Yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. I think, you know, Jim, we spoke about this mm. like quite a lot. In yeah. Music and education lessons and things like that. But like, I think everything you're talking about there, like wanting to help people mm. and have that, like you're already doing that. Mm. Like, yeah. I think you're so inspiring for me, just conversations we've had and just your attitude to stuff. It's like, that's what makes this job worth it. It's, and you know, Sylvia as well, obviously, and any of our other guests and other people. It's like when you see someone who's just like, right, I get it. I'm going to go and put myself out there as much as I can. It's just so great to see. It yeah. just makes it like every class you're there at the front, <laughs> book out. Like, that is so Everything true. that's yeah. happening, you're writing it down. And honestly, mate, it's so inspiring to see that level of passion and like, you know, I knew bits of the story. I didn't know the whole thing. And yeah. just knowing that with the context on top, mm. you're going to be a huge inspiration thank to you, people. Th- those things you're wanting, you're going to get it because cool. they're going to meet you and they're going to ask you about yourself and you're going to tell them bits and they're going to think, this is amazing. Mm. And you and John amazing. inspire me as well. Because, oh, you know, so you know especially when I came and I see you guys and even Rosario as well, like, you like, I was closer in age to you lot than mm. yeah. obviously the students. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then even when I found like heard like some of you guys' ages, I was like, oh, you can teach in, yeah. like, you look, can t- you can teach at uni at that age. You guys are young. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, like, we are. We don't, get, we don't get that very often. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, my idea of like a teacher is almost like, you know, a master that knows 100%. everything. Yeah. You're yeah, old, this, you, yeah. you've got experience, yeah. you know, you got, you know. F- and mate, like, so, you know, the whole thing about the master, right? Like, mm uni then becomes like for yourself it's not just about the drums yeah. and it's like yeah. man you can play mm. like when i've seen you play before yeah when you first come into my classes i was like what am i gonna teach this guy because oh, <laughs> you're, you're such an amazing drummer but it's like there's always stuff you can learn and um mike johnson who i refer to yeah. a lot on this podcast he's one of my favorite drum educators in the Same. world and you obviously know mike yeah and um I love the fact that he's like, you haven't, it's not like when you're teaching, you've got to be this ma- like master and student. Yeah. It's like, it's a collective and you work together. And just because that you, you can shred around the drums, there's always something you can take away. Yeah. And your experience really is, is almost been like the drums are obviously has been an experience, but it's yeah. all the other stuff you've yeah. got, you know, you've, you've decided you want to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, all the stuff about sort of organization and sort of your passion for music and like you say, like taking the notes at the front of the class yeah. and all this, it it kind of like um, forms you into a well-rounded human being and that sense of community, yeah. feeling like you're supported. It's like, that's the stuff I think you, you pay for, right? Yeah, and it's the true. stuff you invest in rather than I'm going to go and be a better drummer. Mm. That's obviously you want to be a yeah. better drummer, but it's all, it's that, that sort of collective, I yeah. think, and everything that comes with it that I think's worth 100%. the experience. Yeah. But this is what I say to students a lot. It's like, let's say you graduate. Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about yeah. graduation as it's coming up, you know, fairly soon for you guys. Let's say you finish and you don't do music again. 
the skills you get on a program studying yes. music translate to so many different jobs like teamwork working to mm. deadlines organization dealing with difficult personalities you know all of this stuff uh passion like practice craft all of these things like even if you never play again employers will bite your hand off to get people like that in their organizations and this is why you know it really really fucks me off when we've got the arts under attack all the time because yeah. it's like yeah. oh okay you know well what's it adding to the economy well about three and a half billion but you know who, who's counting that like do you know what i mean like yeah. and but there's that side but then there's also like this is helping people's mental health this is helping people's confidence this is creating better workers for, for like yeah. you know if you want to get sort of capitalist about it like yeah. this is work with musicians they're gonna have a much better work ethic than someone who studied i don't know a chemistry degree coming out mm. they're just gonna Absolutely. they're not gonna have that sort of thing so i think it's so important that like when we sort of look at education in music and like what you get as a skill set, yeah. it's so powerful what that can do. And like, I see this a lot. And I think, you know, when you brought your, um, your second year project for the drum tuition stuff, you know, the oh, business yeah. plan, yeah, we yeah. were talking about it. And I said to you, I was like, this is a great idea because you have found a way to give back. Yeah. And that's it. It really is about that. And, you know, this is kind of what, whatever, privilege and position we have if we can get people's voices out there and shout them from the rooftops that's what we want to do because it's it's so inspiring to listen to both of your stories and and both of you as well let's say let's take that business idea of yours yeah. jim right if obviously you're an amazing drummer there's that's no question but if i was let's say i'm a parent and i'm bringing my exactly. kids to your drum school yeah. i would come in and i'd meet you and i'd be like He's yeah, trustworthy, exactly. he's hardworking, he's going to give my kids an experience. There's all these things that are completely outside of the music, yeah. but you've got, you've gained that experience. And it's like, that's what people invest in. Yeah. And for both of you, it's like, if I was going to employ you for a gig, when if you rocked up, I'd be like, excellent, they're not an arsehole. Mm. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's as simple yeah. as that. You, know, the, you both are amazing musicians, that, there's no question, but it's the other stuff yeah. that will get you employed over someone else. And that for me is that's it yeah that's, yeah. The, and, that's the gold ticket right not only get you employed but even generally like even myself i'm there's certain musicians that i'm drawn to that have the skill but then i then see that i see another side i see the other stuff yeah. that you need and it's lacking and i'm like oh yeah no nah, i'm not yeah i don't gravitate towards you yeah. because yeah you're a great drummer but yeah you're an asshole yeah basically. this is i know right this so. is it man we've had master classes obviously like name and shame that'd be very unprofessional <laughs> but we've had master classes from world names right and in the first 10 minutes i've been like oh my god you cannot communicate for shit mm. someone has just asked you a question that is really basic about your career or like some help some advice and i don't know whether you are guarded and trying mm. to keep the secrets to yourself but you cannot answer that question and that and that person is sat there going thanks yeah. <laughs> you know like he's like did that answer your question and they're like yeah, yeah. whatever <laughs> like and it's and that's the thing and it's like obviously it's not a skill set you have to have to be a professional musician of course it's not you can just do your thing and that can be fine but like it does help though, it does it? help yeah. it does help oh my god like in rehearsals if you can communicate to people if you're working with clients you can, like all of that stuff it's so important so i think it's it doesn't get the the credit it deserves yeah. and you yeah. guys have got it in bucket load so yeah. so 
thinking about this and going towards the end of your journey and stuff like that, let's talk a little bit about what you're sort of thinking about taking away, what's changed for you. Obviously, we've we've seen the stories now and that's amazing. What do you think has been the biggest change in your playing or appreciation of music from the actual playing side and yourself? What are you taking away from those two things? And that's from when they started to yeah, now. Yeah, because we've years. got the context now okay. and we're now at the end of the next part of your journey, which was your higher education and your uni days. What are you taking away? What's What's been the biggest takeaways for you? Okay. Silv, so we'll start with you. <laughs> that's a yeah, difficult one take your time so like I guess technique wise well I started to be like very open minded like for everything like I just decided to be multitasking basically yeah. like any instrument that I can play let's do it um, then I fell in love with bass clearly and now I can say that maybe from the start like I thought I was going to be just a singer and now I'm more just a bass player. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Technique-wise, I've learned that like consistency is key for everything. Like, yeah. And that is very important when you're a multi-instrumentalist because you need to be careful like, and be very organised. Yeah. Um, I've learned a lot about habits and just knowing that like, it's not boring to have like a schedule like a routine yeah. and like a lot of people are scared about that because they're like oh if i have a routine or habits then i'm gonna be very fucking boring and i find that fascinating that people look at it like that yeah i know right i think they won't be thinking that in 10 years time when I they know. look back <laughs> <laughs> it will be like yeah <laughs> sipping yeah. whiskey but anyway <laughs> a drinking habit yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> so true anyway <laughs> um so i've learned that uh at uni i think the most important thing is like just working with people because i i relate to that a lot like when like even doing my last assessments right i had to find a band and i had to choose the the people and like i know there are some amazing people in my course but I'm just like you know what no like yeah. I just because I don't you. like your personality I'm so sorry yeah. but just no <laughs> so no shame in that but it's so true like it's mental how it's actually important you never think of that and then you start working with people and you're like fuck yeah we, we've just done so the final episode is working with your best friend as in me and Ben Ooh. and we've basically spoke for about an hour on working with a friend and how sometimes it works and in our case we were very lucky we've worked yeah. together for many years but there's you know and again I love all my friends but I couldn't work with all of them and that's yeah. like yeah. I think they'd say the same with me absolutely um but yeah sorry continue but that's no, it's know, okay it's, it's I actually I would like to know how is it to work with your partner you could do oh no you... well I've so in uh, terms of like a girlfriend or yeah. a partner Within both being in music. Yeah. So I, I did that. That'd be interesting. My previous partner was a drummer, or is a drummer still, but when we were together. Damn. And, and she was, wasn't gay? No, she wasn't gay. <laughs> I don't think so. She hid it very I'm well joking. when she was with me, if she was. <laughs> she might be on season two, so that would be really fun. Uh, but no, that she wasn't. Staying in. <laughs> oh, it's staying definitely in. staying in. 
But like, oh, well, I covered this on the mental health episode because it was really tough dealing with. I basically made a huge sacrifice in my career for her, which cost me quite dearly in in the grand scheme of things. But I never saw it as an issue that we were both in the same industry. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. But then I learned through that that it reveals who you are and your personality, whether you're going to make your career work or you're going to move aside for theirs or if it's not the other way around, that's going to throw up some tension. So now I would never do it again. And that's no shade to her at yeah. all. But I just know myself and I need to be I need to be with someone who has other passions than just music. Yeah. Because that's I love music, but I love a lot of other things as well that make me a better player as well. So, yeah. I, Interesting. I could never work with a partner. Have really? you ever been with a musician? I don't properly think so. for like any like a proper relationship. I don't think you have, have you? Don't think so. No. As a, I, well, yeah. my, you, my, my partner. He had his moment. chance. Don't don't oh, no. don't forget it. <laughs> they were queuing up round the building. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> they, were <not. laughs> they were running a fucking mile. <laughs> no, my my partner at the moment. She works in marketing, and right. I I like it that way. Like yeah. I like it the we kind of come home and we can you know we do we talk about work a lot because we're both there and supportive for each other but I very much like it that she understands what I do and I understand what she does but we're not in the same uh sort of yeah. sector yeah. do you know what I mean I, Fair I, enough. I, and also I fair play but people that are in the same bands as each other oh, I couples, don't know how they do it I don't know how they do it like so no. I'll tell you a story right oh the bust up I was in a my first ever proper function band when Mm -hmm. I was about 17 and I basically got this audition through my dad who worked at Phoenix right in Canterbury and the I think the the sales representative or whatever was in a function band and she was like we need need a drummer and my dad was like my son plays drums and they're like oh amazing how old's your son they were like 17 okay and (laughs) all these guys were like in their 40s so I auditioned and I got it oh wow and started playing for them and I was like 17 earning like 250 pounds a gig so I was like you know rocking up to sixth form at the time in like brand new jeans and like all this (laughs) stuff just like flossing (laughs) and um I remember the the two singers so a male and a female singer in the band were together and they started having a very very messy public breakup so bad that on a gig they had an argument over the microphones <laughs> and we were at a corporate do or like some big party for a for a corporate company and it was like this full-on argument and I was like I'd never experienced anything like this before so I was just kind of sad just I think we played like Mustang Sally or something like that and the bass player who's a really good friend of mine still Paul Moss um he was kind of like my mentor and he really showed me the ropes and like, you know, massive shout out to him because he really helped me through a lot of stuff. And he basically, we, we somehow we got through the set and on the break, I've never seen a more angry person. I actually, Paul really scared me because he's such a sweet dude mm. and he lost it backstage. Wow. And he was like, how dare you bring that to our, to our workplace? Yeah. And like, that was the most embarrassing thing. And I, I've never wanted the ground to swallow me up so much. And for that reason alone, I think I've got like anxiety around being in a partner. He's funny. He's right. Don't bring it into the stage. So unprofessional. Mm. And it's like, you know, we're all getting paid and having this full blown row on a stage over the mics. (laughs) And it went on for a while. Like this wasn't quick. My God! But yeah. Anyway, so that, that I hope that answers your sweat. question. I'm <laughs> sweating here, yeah. hearing that yeah. story again. I've heard it so many times. Why are you? Is, is that a question? Because you're 
No, it's just interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because cool. now, like, I've always thought that my partner was going to be, like, in music, but th I experienced it and I didn't like it at yeah. all. Wow, that's so, funny because I haven't experienced it, but I've always imagined it would be cool. Only because not. the relationships I've been in, it's been like, Oh, you're always watching drum videos, or why are you, you know, <laughs> like are you watching yeah, together? Yeah, why, yeah, why, you know, why are you always tapping, or why everything, every time music, music. But then I, in, in my head, I think, oh, if you was a musician, you'd get it. You know, yeah. we could, we could listen to this group together. You know, or yeah, but, but so or you, what you could do is like, so my missus, she, she basically appreciates it, but she's not in that. Like, yeah, it's amazing, and she's always like at my gigs and stuff, and she really loves it. But she's not a musician, yeah. and I yeah. I like personally like oh, that separation. That's nice. It's I like cool. that. And then also because she's in marketing, so she works for she's worked for Armani as their marketing manager, and now she works for um, Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm. I basically get to get free marketing <laughs> also for behind the like beat. Yeah. Like, Can I just like you know just sort of test out these little things with you? And she's like, yeah, cool. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm nice. not going to get an invoice in the post. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. Cool. Mm. <laughs> so, wow. okay. So, so that's actually pretty much it. But what, what about yourself in terms of yourself? What are you taking away from this time? Um, the changes that you've seen in yourself or, cause I mean, for us, we've seen you change a lot. Yeah. Like from, you know, Sylvia in first year who was terrified to stand up in front oh of a microphone. God. And now yeah. <laughs> look oh at God. you playing that's bass, so owning your space, just being, fully present like it's amazing to see that journey but what are you taking away from it uh, i love and house vocalist as well right yeah Pardon? house vocalist oh yeah come Damn. on oh come my on. god so yeah. many things to be fair right let's think about it so uh i love that you said fully present yeah because okay um i was gonna say i love that you said <laughs> I love that you said fully present because like I've learned to really live the moment more yeah. like live in the present mm. like right now I'm talking I'm doing a podcast that's so fucking cool you know <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> it's beautiful um I'm way more open-minded and like I'm not ashamed of it you know because like cool back in italy like in my little hometown yeah with three thousand people three thousand oh, oh my i know God. <laughs> i know that is nothing. if you're open-minded there you kind of just want to stay home and that's it because yeah. people will look at you the whole fucking time you know it's Yikes. mental so i love that yeah i love being weird uh and probably uh just taking things with more like less anxiety like just just calm, you know, like chaos is cool, but not always. Mm, and like yeah. when I started, I was like, I need to do everything. I yeah. need to be busy all the time. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't, I'm not like my value, Yeah. you know, I don't have none. So, yeah, I think I'm just a bit more human than when I started, really. How old are you again, Sylph? I'm 21. The fact that you feel like that and are getting those mm -hmm. lessons at 21. I mean, if I could have my time again... I didn't feel like that till I was probably about 31, to be totally wow. honest with you. So like the way you're talking about yourself, the the kindness that you're talking about yourself, like hold on to that because like once you leave and you're into the real world and the other stuff starts seeping in, because it does, because that's how it works, keep your mind on that because that is just, that's it. That is the key to it all. Just being present, being kind to yourself, 
working hard. You know, it's not it's not hard, is it? Really, mm. when you think about it, but it's it's staying staying the course and staying committed. But that is that's amazing. So again, last you know when we had Beth and Taylor, they were dropping these things and like that's what nineteen or something. I was just like, Mental. this is wild, and it's so great because you know for the next career musicians coming through like it's in the safest of hands like you guys have got the right attitude because it's you know as jim said a second there's a lot of shit out there there's a lot of people out there who can play and they're not they're not either good people or they've got some weird views on the world and it's like again imagine who's going to look at you you don't want to pass that back down to the next generation coming through because we We'll see that for like 30 years if we do that. So we need to make sure that we're sending the right messages to people. So that's awesome, Sylph. Thank, Thank you. you. You guys are like super mature, mature as well. I love like, it. Like, what was so I doing lovely. at 21? Definitely not this. Definitely not this. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jim? Um, so sort of like you're playing and what's changed and then yourself, what's changed? Um, so in my playing, I'd say the reflective musician module, that was a crazy one for me. Because then, because we started looking at identity mm. and I've probably like before, up until then, I didn't really have or, you know, think about my identity on the drums. I was kind of like looking at other people like, oh, OK, yeah, I've got to be like that. i got to do that if i got to do this. And I, there's a set way to do certain things. And there, that, that module basically taught me that there isn't a one hat fits all when it comes to learning your craft or even your your career like not everyone's career is different everyone's path is different so in that sense I feel like yeah I really kind of yeah found my identity and kind of embrace that and understand that I'm on my own journey like I'm on my own path I don't need to do the same gigs as so and so or so and so or have the same goals as you know every other drummer you know I can do my own thing and be unique and then I even thought about it it's like Really and truly, it's the unique ones that I'm drawn to, the unique stories I'm drawn to, yeah. the unique drummers that are on their own. Not the, the like, if you're just doing, oh, yeah, the, the same old, what anyone would guess a drummer would do. Yep. It's the it's the different ones that I'm drawn to. So then it's like, oh, why don't I just be myself then and, and find my own lane, basically. So, yeah, I'd say that's a massive thing for me. Um, I love it which that I'm, you say that. That's really refreshing to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, so that's really helped. Um, and... Um, that book you suggested to us. Which one? Atomic Habits by yeah, James Clear. That's a, good book. that's a mad one. I've start like that's that's been on my radar. It came on my radar because I like books like that. Yeah. It came on my radar like years back, but it was just like, okay, yeah, because yeah. I, I had loads of others. Yeah. And yeah, recently I've started reading it again. Like I feel like I'm even just chapter one and chapter two, like at the moment I'm going back again because yeah. it's so profound. It's crazy, like um how identity as well is important and how we see ourselves and I'd always used to you know put myself down my confidence is like oh no I can't I can't call myself a drummer I haven't toured with an artist yet or I you know I can't say I'm a teacher because I don't have you know two degrees and you know you know four masters or something I don't know (laughs) you know I don't have the experience but it's like hold on I do have something that that I can teach and um yeah and, and even when you said about Mike Johnston I got something from him where he said that drumming if you look at like drumming like as a timeline like where you are on the timeline you're either just more ahead like someone's either even more ahead than you on that timeline or just behind like yeah. it's not it's not a competition it's just that is what it is can i get to that place where they are yeah of course i can yeah. you know so yeah um 
yeah, just maybe getting out of the com- comparison game as well. Oh man, that's a, that's a big thing. Like, stay there, stay <laughs> you know, out of it. Trust me. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say those are the big things. And yeah, with my playing as well, because I was heavily like around church stuff, um, delving into the other genres, mm-hmm. and just laying the foundation for everything. Um, I was saying to someone the other day, like, um, because they were asking me about the course and what mm. it's like and whatever. And I just said, I said to him, I said, like, like, this course has laid the foundation really for anything that I want to do. I feel like if I wanted to be a producer tomorrow, anything, songwriting, I've got the foundation. Mm. I've got the notes. I know who to ask. I know where to go. I know what that looks like if I was to delve into it. So I feel like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, I'm grateful to be honest because I'm basically set. <laughs> yeah, I'm set really for life. There's yeah. not really an excuse if I want to, be an MD, an arranger, whatever it is, mm. I feel like, yeah, this has definitely set the foundation and, and yeah, almost like a springboard that I could use at any time to just, yeah, let's go, let's do it. That's amazing, man. Yeah. And I think the reason why you feel like that is because you've done the work. It's as simple as mm. that, you know. Mm. We've got all the doors and we can open them, but if you don't walk through it, there's nothing True. anyone can do. True. You can show someone the greatest thing and if they don't engage with it, there's nothing you can do about it. But yeah. you've done it because you've engaged in Every, and then some yeah. extras as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, I'm really just so happy for both of you. Like, I know it's tough. We're nearly at the end. There's a lot of other stuff that's still coming up, assessments mm-hmm. and stuff. But stay with that. Stay with these thoughts because they will get you through and they will make it Thank you. worth it yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's, it's basically what, what you put in to the course you'll kind of get out yeah. right so yeah. the more you put yeah, in totally. the more you're going to get out and yeah. it's just like in anything in life it's not exactly. just at university the more you put in something the more you're going to get out yeah, yeah. and get comfortable with failure <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. you know just, just, just seek it out yeah. don't even get yeah. comfortable with it seek it out yeah. go look to fail and, yeah. and fail in the right way like yeah. we're stuck in perfectionism in this day and age I yeah. think everyone's so scared to fail yeah but it's like that's how you learn that's yeah. how you grow yeah it's the only way. Yeah. yeah. There is no other there is way. <laughs> there is not an equation that goes, I can succeed without failure. It doesn't happen because yeah. how can you succeed if you don't know what you're doing wrong already? Yeah. Look at the, the the biggest, you know, CEOs in in the world. At some point, they've had a failed company or totally. they've learned something that hasn't worked yeah. or whatever. And it's the reason that they are where they are because they've learned from their mistakes. Yeah. 100%. So we're coming to the end and it has been another incredibly inspiring set of conversations. So thank you to both of you for thank coming you. on thank it. Honestly, you. from the bottom of our hearts, it was just so lovely to listen to your stories. So we, we always give the guest one question each for us. So you can ask us absolutely Ooh. anything because we like to be a bit unprepared as well. Oh my God. Ooh. Okay. Wait, I need a second. Do you want to do like, Jim, do you want to, should we do, should we do drummer to drummer basis? Yeah, to why not? Sure. Okay. Jim, if yeah. you do me okay, and cool. Sylvie if you do Ben. Ooh. I do need a second though. Yeah, um, take a second. No worries. Oh, it can be obviously it can be drummer to drum, but it can be about anything. It doesn't have to be no, about that's drums not the parameters. Bass. That's not. It's not, it's not allowed. <laughs> um, what would I ask? I can always edit this bit out while yeah. you're thinking. Yeah, don't worry. Okay, I have one. Go on then. <laughs> it's oh, like God. it's two things though. Right? Of course it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Go on then. So, um, biggest regret if you have any, and the thing you are the most proud of. Good questions. Uh, biggest regret was not taking my mental health seriously till I was in my late twenties, early thirties. Okay. Biggest thing I'm proud of was the changes I made once I started to do that. 
Wow. Okay, good then. question. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, didn't really, uh, that was very instinctive. I didn't think about it too much. That's what came to my mind. So mm. I thought that's the answer. I like you. I like um, you. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> nice. Cool. So on your journey as a drummer. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> do you ever get, do you ever feel like... Um, I'm going to relate it to like teaching as well okay. or the drums in general. Like, do you feel like where you're at now, you have like a, like you're solid on like everything, even like maybe like when it comes to teaching, do you ever feel like, you know, maybe nervous or like you're not ready or like any confidence issues? If not, you know, when was that point where it was like, actually, no, nah, like this is like, I got this, you know, mate. I'm lit everything. Oh wow! <laughs> I I don't feel like I'll ever like be confident with um, like entirely with my drumming oh, wow. or teaching, wow. and I constantly every day have imposter syndrome. Like I don't wow. feel like I deserve to be here, wow. and I think I've maybe just got you know there's there's definitely a lot that I'm really proud of, and I've worked really hard at my craft, and also you know teaching is a different kettle of fish, hundred mm. percent like teaching has its own challenges um a lot of similarities to playing but also very different as yeah. well and but i i feel a lot more confident now and i enjoy it a lot more now and i feel with my experience and again failing at certain yes. things i've kind of grown but may every day okay, every day wow. and i i feel like if i ever got to a point where i was like right i got this then I don't care anymore. Mm. And I, I just, I want to grow. And I, I think I always say to Ben, like, and also to a, a lot of the students, um, I don't feel that we should ever feel like we're going to be the best. Yeah. We, you know, it's about the journey and you need to try and enjoy because there's always going to be someone that's better than you and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But you need to enjoy this journey because otherwise you're going to get to, you know, when you're, when, when you're sort of older and what's it all been about, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, True. De ne like never honestly like cool. I always I constantly feel like even teaching mm. when I, I said to Ben when I come back after the summer holidays and I haven't been teaching at ICMP the first lesson I'm like, <gasps> like really? I, get, I get so nervous oh, wow. and also like master classes that I've done here petrified like I'm petrified wow. honestly but it's it becomes a bit more manageable and with confidence you know becomes a bit more enjoyable as well but like all the time man. cool, all the cool. Time. nice go. one Thanks. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much, both of you, for coming thank on. You. Thank you for sharing your stories and just for being a part of it. It's been an amazing conversation again. Do you want to um, a little shout out with your Instagram handles for the listeners? Yeah, plug, yeah. plug yeah. away, plug away, or bands so or anything. My Instagram is J I M O K U S underscore. Um, yeah, that's about it so far. If, and drummers out there, if you want to check out some absolute fire, go and check out Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Instagram. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, my Instagram is sylvi 4 Don't ask me why. Nice. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Cool. Amazing. Thank you so much. It was so this welcome. was beautiful. You yeah, know, very relaxing. It. Yeah, it was fun. It's very Thank therapeutic, you. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We we'll definitely we'll definitely have you guys on again. Like we've got a few things planned for 
excuse me, the second series um, season, sorry, and also the third season and stuff. So yeah. if you want to, we'd love to have you Hello. back on and thank see you. where you are in like yeah. a year's time and yeah. stuff Thank like you for that, like yeah. taking the, the time out of your diaries and stuff to come and chat with us. So no worries. Appreciate cool. it. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Nice welcome. Thank you Great. to listening, for being here, being part of it, and we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Peace. Bye. been listening to beats and best friends a behind the beat production it was recorded at icmp queens park the intro music features john harris on drums ben jones on bass adam goldsmith on guitar and nick Ferry on keyboards thanks for stopping by and we'll see you on the next session